Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. I want justice for my son. I mean, he, he did not deserve this. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. It was November 2021, the night before Thanksgiving, when Leslie Reeves and Christopher Smith went on their first date together at a bar in Farmersville, Illinois. I heard they were both excited to meet each other. They had been talking about a week and a half, and then they finally met up. Ashley Holcomb says within hours, she and her family learned her brother's fun time with his friend took a violent turn. I just screamed. I couldn't believe what my mom and daughter were telling me. Leslie Reeves had been murdered, and Christopher Smith was clinging to life. Investigators found him on the floor of his kitchen with his dog cuddled up next to him. Leslie Reeves was described as a loving mother who surrounded herself with people who cared about their community. Her small business offered a space for women to practice yoga, do fitness training, and learn self-defense. It's just hard for the community. Don Michelle can't believe her friend Leslie Reeves' first date with Chris Smith turned into their last. The two spent time together the night before Thanksgiving. The next day, Reeves was found shot to death in Smith's living room. She was so loved in the community. Police arrested Reeves' ex-boyfriend a short time later, but he's now facing new charges connected to the case. A man charged with murdering his ex-girlfriend is now accused of trying to hire someone to kill two other people involved in the case. Domestic violence is all about power and control. So even after this woman had been murdered, after her life had been taken, he was still trying to control the situation. We have to hold perpetrators accountable for their actions. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. I'm joined now by Justina Cornell, a reporter at KSDK 5 on your side in St. Louis. Justina, thanks for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Justina, let's go back to November of last year, 2021, and it was just before Thanksgiving when uh, when this all happened. Tell us what we learned at the time about this uh, terrible attack. So this happened the day before Thanksgiving. And uh, this woman named Leslie Reeves, she's a mom of two. She's from the Troy, Illinois area. Um, and we had learned that she had gone on her first date with this man named Christopher Smith. And he lives a bit further out, um, which would be in the Montgomery County area. And so they went on the first date, had a few beers near his house. And when they went back to his house, um, Christopher Smith um, alleges, you know, that this jealous ex-boyfriend followed them back to his house. And uh, and he was in the kitchen and says that she was in the living room when... 
this man, again, allegedly broke into their home, shot Leslie in the head, and then shot him execution style, again, allegedly um, in the kitchen. Um, Christopher says that for 14 hours he was out and the door had been left open and it was cold and they believe that um, it was that door being open that essentially preserved his life. And, um, and so he, she died at this, you know, she died instantly. And Christopher Smith says, um, that now he is trying to learn to walk again, but he survived. His family says after he was shot, Chris suffered multiple strokes and is now paralyzed on the left side of his body. I want to be able to fix him and I can't fix him. Chris also opened his eyes last week for the first time, giving his family hope this Christmas. It's my Christmas present. <laughs> yes, that he's he's awake and he's fighting. He is alive and he um, is paralyzed on one side. He's had multiple strokes, but he is still alive. And so that's what happened back in November. And we've learned that it was Leslie Reeves' ex-boyfriend that was charged with her murder and attempted murder of Christopher Smith. Again, the guy she was on a first date with. Was Christopher Smith then able to tell investigators what happened and describe this suspect in this case? You know, it seems that for him, everything kind of blacked out. I mean, he had been, I think, you know, shot in the head and he had been out cold for 14 hours. So a lot of the stuff that he was he was told by police of what had happened to, to end up at that point, you know, what lying on his um lying in his uh, kitchen floor, but I think it was everything happened so quickly, you know, and um, the next thing you know, it, he, you know, wakes up to that. So it was more, I think, police telling him what happened. And so police were able to track down and charge her ex-boyfriend, his name is Robert Tarr, not long after the murder, right? Correct. And so charged for her murder and attempted murder of Christopher Smith. You you spoke a little bit about her, but obviously just the, this in, incredible loss for her family and those who knew her. What can you tell us about Leslie Reeves? She was, in fact, involved to some extent with domestic violence. Right. So the people I've talked to said she was an incredible mother um, of two, and she was really well acquainted with, like, you know, the business community out in Troy, Illinois. Um, she offered domestic violence classes, and just, I think, a week out or, or so before this happened, she was ready to host um, or attend another women's conference and show personal safety techniques for, for women there. So um, people had nothing but great things to say about her, and especially the way she was killed was everything that she advocated for, you know, try to prevent this happening to women. So I think it felt harder to lose her in that way for the community. Justina, the next twist in this case is that following his arrest, and then he was charged with first-degree murder and attempted first-degree murder, there's been more to this investigation. And in fact, new charges have been filed against Robert Tarr. What can you tell us? The latest charges were two counts of solicitation of murder for hire, and it was the time period that he was in jail that he was, you know, charged or allegedly trying to hire someone to kill the man who survived that night, Christopher Smith, and a detective who was covering the case. And it was the time frame that he was in jail. And, and so we, we really don't know a, a lot about this plot, but we, we can assume that 
here's this guy, Robert Tarr, charged with facing murder charges, or at least one murder charge, one attempted murder charge. And then he's uh, allegedly trying to trying to kill people involved in the case. One can only imagine what what his motive was in, in, in that plot. Right. So you have already a murder charge, an attempted murder, and now you have charges for trying to hire someone to kill someone, two people, and one that of, of allegedly of someone that you tried to already kill. So, um, Chris, I talked to Chris Smith, and he says, I literally feel like I'm in an episode of Dateline. What What was that like meeting with him? You mentioned that he's had strokes, he's paralyzed. I mean, this has been life-altering, and here he was, you know, going out on a date for a nice evening and meeting someone. It's just uh, uh, horrific to imagine. It's horrible. I So I wasn't able to meet him in person, but I know we've spoke to him, and I spoke to him on the phone, actually. But, you know, he just tells us, you know, I was just trying to go on a first date. And my whole life has changed. But when I talked to his mom as well, she said he's a miracle. And, you know, it's quite incredible, his journey to um, to where he is now. And when I talked to him, literally, like, the first thing I said when I was like, I can't believe this is happening for the new charges, he, he said, I feel like I'm in an episode of Dateline. But, you know, the craziness doesn't stop, he says. So what's next for Robert Tarr? Will this all go to trial at some point, I assume? I would hope so. What I've been hearing is that he's hired so he's hired and let go of some several attorneys, which is delaying the process. So really at this point is waiting to see what happens um, next because these charges just came down recently. So um, I wonder how that how that would all now change things or how things go forth. The case is itself, I think, is crazy. But um, I, of course, think about the victims um, in this, and I, I feel horrible for her that she was, you know, such an advocate for domestic violence, and, and this happened. And of course, for Christopher Smith as well, who continues to, you know, fight for his, you know, for this every day. So, all right, Justina Cornell at KSDK Five on your side in St. Louis. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. If you haven't already, check out the newest podcast from Vault Studios. It's called Intent, the Tex MacGyver case, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For The Daily Crime, I'm Will Johnson.